0: I'm sure you find your mom is uh or tell us about your mom now. oh my god she's right here yeah
1: Very huh, mom. To
0: talk. <laughs> okay let's not talk about her right now
1: <laughs> highly sensitive and emotional yes <laughs> she can talk in code she's got her <laughs> she can still hear me <laughs>
0: Mother and their is sixth sense. Oh,
1: <laughs> no. All senses, six, seven, ten, I don't know how many. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> all, the, all the Claire's, as they say. So I only, bet you you've been really
0: you do you find that you need to calm your mom down? Do you find oh, all that the time her, her thinking is, is closed? Do you find all that she has a lot of anxiety and that she meets yeah. with a lot of fear her and, mom was the go 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 girl right and, oh, and the worker no. can't sit no. in that uncertainty
1: it's more on the lines of what with what will other people think of this mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that works all the time all the time and um that was the main difference because dad and I prescribed to uh, a different kind of thought and we tried to, you know, it was, it was a different energy there because we, we never cared as long as we were on the right path. And as long as we thought and did right, uh, we never really bothered. And I, am still like that. And that's not the case with my mom. Um, it's, it's very difficult because she's highly sensitive and very, very emotional.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. And the yeah. one thing was like, I'd ask him a question. he go, "Who's who wants to know?"
0: Hmm. <laughs> like, what does it matter? Right. Well, and I am uh, uh, yes, I am Ooh. a highly sensitive person myself, and <laughs> I was very emotional as a teenager and. My mom didn't know how to handle me. I didn't know how to handle me. (laughs) Right? Right? I mean, I just acted out because I was resisting what everyone was trying to shove down my throat about who I should be. And, well, I've talked to you, Linda. I grew up in a blended family as well. And so I, my mom just, well, I lost my voice and, um, you know, it's taken me. It's taken me many years to claw myself out of that right right now here I am raising a highly sensitive child who has a lot of emotional reactions and whoa, those beginning years with my kids yeah I did not knock it out of the park um, it's taken me until now and certainly doing that self work to recognize how I was repeating a pattern
1: oh. and yeah right? I totally get that.
0: I okay. I was leading with fear and I was trying to shove it down my kids throats even though from a soul level I didn't agree with it. Right. But I was getting you know you get that vibration, right? I was talking about earlier from the world and they look right. at you and they judge you and they question your thinking and if you're not strong enough, if you haven't built up that inner resilience, right. oh my gosh, it'll just eat you up. Or that was my journey.
1: Oh, it's kind of in a way very similar because I've gone through very similar stuff. Um voice is different because I couldn't express. I didn't really know. It's only after right? um after I had a kid that I started standing up because I did not want to make the same mistakes that I, yeah. yeah. and I started standing out, standing up for myself and, and others more and more and more. It was not a conscious decision. I just became like that. And it was more of a protective <laughs> instinct maybe, I don't know. And, um, yeah, I'm, these days I'm more conscious of what I'm doing because uh, I've listened to enough and I guess I, I get a fair chance at my life the way I want.
2: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I remember being in my 30s and watching a, another girl kind of like process through like her parents and stuff and it was like the 30s are it's a really painful time because you need a mother, but you don't have a mother because you basically you're seeing all the things that are wrong with your mother, all the patterns, all the whatever that isn't true that you really feel you, you want to break them because you don't want to pass them on. You're just so generationally conscious. And yeah, all, like all of my 30s just felt super, super painful. And then when I went into menopause, I have a chapter in the book, Menopause Mavens. Um, and I said, well, I don't have any trouble with menopause. I don't know why I'd be in your compilation book. And Jane was like, well, but, you know, in getting to know you, you, you have like two stories in, in your life and like they're coming up now in menopause and cause you shared them with me. And I'm like, all right. So fine, you know, so I, I did my chapter. None of us knew um, what the other was writing, but it was totally out of ego um, compilation book. And it blew my ass away to get my <laughs> copy and uh, see that the opening story, the um, this other gal that she wrote it with, we're kind of like the lead authors, and then the contributing authors, because they called each other, and it's like, you're gonna believe this? You're sitting down. I'm in menopause. Me too, you know. And now, what do we do, <laughs> right? And so then they got health coaches and different people with different stories together for the book. Anyways, the other gal we knew from like high end coaching, she, um, she, her story opens the book with a knock on the door, and it's a coroner telling her her husband's committed suicide. Mm. And I'm like, what? because my story, which was put second to the last in the book, so we didn't have to end with a depressing story, um, was was getting a knock on the door I'm over babysitting, and my uncle's there, and my uncle's like, he never comes over, like what the heck, and two two janitorial cars, Conclico was the company that my grandfather built, and my dad worked for them, and my uncle worked for them. and they were out in front of our house, I was like, and he goes, your grandpa's over, He'd like to talk to you he's talking to your mom and your brother right now and you know you need to go home and i'm like well but i'm babysitting goes oh, i'll watch the kids and then that was really creeping me out like what so yeah so that's how my story opens it so i lost my I father to suicide and i lost my dance career supposedly you know a few months later in a gymnastics accident yeah it was it was it's a good book it it has a lot of helpful tips for menopause as well but wow. you know it's just interesting, and then in your forties, you won't listen to anybody. You're like eighteen again, you know, like you know it all, and you've listened to people, and it didn't work anyways. And it just it's a it's a funny era that way too.
0: <laughs> so well just to take it back to even when i was raising my kids um i had at the time my grandmother was alive my mom and then me with my child and the resistance was uh growing as they would watch me parent my child my first child and i had a tendency not to put him down and that was very taboo in my family And as a matter of fact, they look, both my mom and my grandmother would, would, they flat out ask me, what are you doing, Jennifer? Your baby's not crying. Why are you holding your baby? If your baby's Mm -hmm. not crying, baby should be either on the floor or in a car seat where they're safe. for an example i would bring the car seat up with me when i went to visit and instead i always had my child with me and cuddling and unless they were sleeping and and it did take me i know i overparented in the beginning it took me some time i i'm not professing i did everything correct or anything like that um but yeah that was really difficult at a time when i wanted my mom Right, Linda? I'm in my 30s. I kind of want my mom for that nurturing. I'm going into this motherly. I am doing it right, aren't I, mom? Right, and then (laughs) I get met with that. Not to mention, I decided to nurse my children. That was so taboo in my family. I mean, I just, so really, I had a very different yeah it was just really different and as a matter of fact i got into it with my mom i was probably facing postpartum depression and my mom right i was reaching out to her and crying and letting her know that i wasn't doing okay and do you know she said to me in her cold way that she does you know jenna i don't know i've had my kids already i'm done you're going to have to figure this out
1: uh, <laughs> wow
0: yeah so God. i went for some serious counseling after that <laughs> yeah. serious self to a position where you know i had to i had to learn how to let that go right yeah that was difficult yeah. and very so, you know, right it's a lot of it is the conditioning that we get you know, mm-hmm. my tagline about shattering those limiting beliefs, cause let me tell you, I have suffered in silence. Yeah. Right? right. A long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I love good. your
1: copy. Yeah,
0: well, you, you know, mean. it's been, it's working with Linda and Bovna, this community that allows me to be me and to have yeah. deeper discussions. And so that I can get more aligned with my truth. Yeah.